Good evening and welcome to tonight's show. Boy, it's been a been a spell, huh? I'm actually live tonight. Actually live. It's really happening right now. We are live doing a real live show live here now live with you. And, you know, I have to say, it's funny. I was talking about how I wanted to do this punk rock update thing. And I was thinking about it and I was trying to come up with more punk rock live. And I was like, you know what, man? Like, there's some things that you could do that are like segmented. But like in the realm of this, it's just it's just it's just us talking. That's what it is. It's just us talking about stuff and it doesn't have to be more complicated than that. Always trying to make things more complicated than they really need to be. And I don't want to do that. So, uh, yeah. So I'm here. Life update. It's been it's been rough, man. I'm not going to lie. It's It's been rough. Um, if you watched, if you watch the audio play, which I decided to leave up. That was the last thing we did live. If you watch the audio play of my brand new screenplay, My Shadow, you will notice that I dedicated it to my uh, impartial to my mother-in-law, who was uh, in the very end stages of stage four cancer. She passed away on Mother's Day. And uh, my wife had already been in Israel she she flew back to be with the family. I stayed here. Kids are in school, uh, just trying to keep the the house afloat. So I have not really. It's just been a lot of reruns. And she returns tomorrow, and the kids went down okay. And I was like, you know what? I just want to do. We just need a live show, man. We just need a good old fashioned live show. We need a bunch of them. So hopefully, we'll have some more very very soon. Uh, thank you, Gummo, dude. Uh, yeah, it was it was a bu- it was it was brutal, man. It was brutal. I was to say it was a bummer. It's far more than a bummer. It's brutal, uh, especially on Mother's Day of all days. Um, but you know that's life. Life happens on life's terms. You can't uh, you can't really control it, and it just it comes when it comes. And um, yeah, it, it's tough. It's tough. But I'm always reminded when my wife goes away, there are, you know, when I'm when I'm so when I'm solo dad and I just think about all the mothers and fathers out there or whatever, uh, you know, parents, let's just say parents, because lots of whatever uh, modern families. Right. Um, Where where, you know, it's just one parent, you know or one guardian or whatever. And that's just life 24 seven. So it's like, no dagger. You're not being from us. I am here. Sometimes dagger and other people, they'll be like, Hey, is this live? Am I, is this live right now? And I'm not, I'm not live. Poor. <laughs> they're thinking they're getting a live show and they're not. I trick them. I trick them. Okay. All right. Anyway. So what are we talking about tonight? I I came across this really cool footage of the Bad Brains, man. You know, that's the beauty of YouTube for that. We've been so lucky for the last like almost 20 ish years that we have this thing, you know, for as 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 the writers strike, you know, continues and things get worse and worse for 
narrative and whatever, you know, film and, and, and movies and whatever entertainment as, as, as things get worse and worse, things get better and better when it comes to YouTube. Think about all the cool stuff that finds its way to YouTube. And before that, if you wanted a really cool video of the bad brains at CBGB's from 1979, you had to go to like a convention or you had to go to a record store. And maybe if they had a bootleg section, like with VHS or DVD, you could find something you'd find. Oh, cool. Here's bad brains live at CBGB's great. And you had to keep, you know, you had to keep an archive of all your favorite bands that played live. It was currency too. It's currency. It's not currency anymore, but it, it was currency in the sense that like, uh, you know, bootlegs used to be serious currency, man. If you had like a good stash of tapes or CDs or whatever the case, maybe, you know, vinyl, man, that, that was a commodity. That was a commodity in any case. Um, I do. So this has been up for about a year, this, this footage of the bad brains, but I haven't seen it. I just came across it. There's other footage of the bad brains at this time in 1979 at CBS, but this particular, this particular footage is, is different. It's different. It's new. It's really cool. It is really, really cool to see. So we're going to look at it, but before we do, uh, a quick note about the bad brains at this time, a very, I'm, I'm not going to go deep and meticulous on this. I'm going to be, this is the punk rock update, right? We're trying to keep it short and sweet, but it's not punk rock update. It's just me talking about punk rock. Um, The, the bad brains started in, you know, they're, they're they established themselves in around 76, 77 uh, HR was not the original lead singer. It was a different guy named Sid McRae. Okay. And they were a jazz band. And that's what gave the bad brains who, who are, it's criminal that the bad brains are not in the rock and roll hall of fame. We've talked about this before. We did the whole thing about the origin story of the name bad brains coming from the Ramon song, bad brain. And I am convinced that when you listen to Bad Brain at almost twice the speed, you it's almost attitude. It's almost the Bad Brain song attitude. We did a whole episode on it. Go check that out. Definitely worth your time. In any which case, they wanted to be a jazz band and they were tight like a jazz band. Jazz band, jazz bands have got to be tight like tigers, you know, tight like a tiger. Um, and they were called Mind Power. And their influences were so they come from a really from a from a different background. They are good. They are good at at that. You know, it's always we always hear about punk rock, punk rock, you know, punk rockers, punk rockers are not good at playing their instruments. Oh, you don't have to be good to play your instrument. That's not true, man. Like, you know, there's so many great punk rock players out there, like just incredible, incredible musicianship in punk rock. You know, that's not to say that like there weren't uh, clearly, you know, when we look back, you know, that there weren't bands that didn't know how to play. You know, I think really people think about kind of like the Ramones, you know, because the Ramones started off so, so frigging green. You had a drummer that was drumming for the first time. who was actually a guitar player. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. But not with the Bad Brains. Bad Brains, they knew what they were doing. What's up, Angus? Let's just say hello to everybody. Angus is in the in the house. Uh, Alan is here. We already said hello to Dagger. 
and we saw we we acknowledge gummo dude okay i thought there was more comments than that i guess not um and yeah they're called mind power they they hear the song bad brain by the ramones they change their names to the they change their name to the bad brains sid mccray who i guess he you know he was kind of around but he dropped he wasn't the singer anymore and the guy who was playing rhythm guitar player a guy by the name of Paul Hudson, brother of the drummer Earl Hudson, started going by the name HR and he became he became the new singer of the Bad Brains. Now, Sid McRae is important in the sense because he's the guy who introduces the band to, you know, the band is back, you know, steeped in jazz and 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 that sort of stuff and then he's he introduces them to the pistols right and that changes everything and then they're like wow they're 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 and then the ramones come along and suddenly they're they're overcharged these really good players want to do their own version of this kind of music and that's how you wind up with bad brains and then the other thing to take note about this particular video that we're going to watch that's that i think is interesting is that the Bad Brains are from D.C. originally, Washington, D.C. The So the Legend Goes, when they wrote the song Band in D.C. around 1979, 80. I'll be honest with you, man. My, my Bad Brains history is very rudimentary. I mean, I've seen the doc. I'm in the documentary, actually. You, you can spot the from us. Spot the from us in the Band in D.C. Bad Brains documentary that came out in 2007 or 2008. You will find me. For a brief moment, if you could spot me, it was pretty great. Pretty good. I was shocked when I was watching it, and I was like, "Oh my god, there I am in the documentary." Um, band they the the bad brains got their start in Washington D.C., and that's where they knew Henry Rollins, doing State of Alert and Minor Threat and E. McKay and all those all those guys, and then. What happened was they got banned in D.C. They were blacklisted. They could not play. They could not play anywhere. And um, and so they migrated to New York City. And that's when they started playing CBGBs. I know they played at Max's, too. I mean, they just they started playing around. And eventually they would record that self-titled one of the greatest self-titled records, let alone punk rock records ever made right at, uh, on Avenue a and seventh street, also known as a seven in alphabet city. And that was a legendary venue that then became Niagara, I believe. And now it's called 99 tears, uh, in honor of Harry Pyro. I believe that, that that's where that's located now co-owned by his bandmate, Jesse Mallon. Now, the other last thing to say about this, so it was like, whoa, this is a lot, this is a lot of stuff here, but but let's say it. Let's let's talk about this. The last thing to note. And again, somebody out there with the Googles going, somebody Google this. Tell me if you if you can. When did the bad brains did the, when exactly do the bad brains go to see Bob Marley? Because that that's when uh, a huge change happens to the band i want to say it had to have been 
sometime in late 1979. What we're going to watch is October 24th, 1979. But I want to say that it had to have happened somewhere around this time because they, by the time they put out that self-titled cassette tape, the whatever, the, the Bad Brain self-titled album, uh, they have reggae songs. They have Le- Leaving Babylon. They have I Love I Jaw, right? So they have... They're starting to do reggae stuff. And that's the beautiful thing about the Bad Brains is that there's such a dynamic contrast. They go from, you know, supercharged, face melting, you know, fearless vampire killers to, you know, singing about leaving Babylon or I love, I love, I love a And of course, Bradley Noel from Sublime, Sublime loved the Bad Brains. In fact, Sublime backed HR when he released Charge in 1989 or 1990, no, 1991, I think it was. But they used to cover I Love I Jaw. They used to call it I Love My Dog, which I thought was thought was pretty interesting. So that's a huge change. And the thing, and then that, then the Bad Brains, they started growing out the Rastas and they start, you know, they, they, they're on the whole Rastafarian trip. But this Bad Brains at CBGB's in 1979 they they all have very short hair. I think this is pre reggae bad brains. I think that's the, the big the big change. And again, I could be wrong. Maybe they saw Bob Marley back in '78 and decided to introduce reggae songs later. I don't remember. I don't know if it was ever acknowledged exactly when that started in the documentary. But that's what is interesting about this video. And again, there's other. There's there's been other video of them at this time, but never like this. Now, a couple of things to note about this video. Sorry, I just said that about the bad braids. I'm talking about the specific video that this again, this guy Barry Masterson, uh, who shot this and uploaded it. To uh, some things that are really interesting. Thing number one, I think this is. I don't know if this is sync sound. I don't think it is. I think what he did was he shot, he was recording the show. Or I, I don't think it's set. It's uh, I don't think it's sound eight millimeter film. I don't. I think what he did was, I think he had uh, a reel to reel. He recorded it. And then he did his best to sync up the picture. He was shooting. He was shooting, you know, uh, clips, little clips of the bad brains. And then what you're going to see, I think, is actually a very, and again, could totally be wrong, but because there's so much coverage, I, I think, and there's, you could tell some shots are reused. I think what he did was, it's only, it's only seven minutes and nine seconds. I think what he did was that he sort of like, creatively spliced it all together he creatively tried his best to sync everything up what's up jody ramon how you doing cousin jody ramon angus says the bad brain saw bob marley at capitol center in uh dc june 16th 1978 so there you go i'm put i put my foot in my mouth i did but did i not challenge at someone to go and find out when they're exposed, that's still now still, even though this is a whole year and some change after them first seeing, when is it that they start introducing reggae songs? Because 
you know, in all the early footage of the bad brains, all there is, there's pay to come, there's attitude. I don't really think there's much reggae, but who knows? Maybe there is in this clip we're about to watch. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. It's, uh, thanks for that. Uh, yeah, source is from Setlist FM. Wow, great, great sleuthing there, Angus. Great sleuthing. And, uh, you know, I mean, listen, stuff gets sticky. It gets really sticky. And you know what else is sticky? <laughs> of course. Riotstickers.com, baby. Do you need stickers? Because if you need stickers, you got to go to riotstickers.com where you are going to find the best deal you could possibly get on vinyl stickers vinyl because uh which makes them very weatherproof and let me tell you i've stuck a couple of stickers as of recent i've stuck some of these bad boys around town and i'm amazed at how well they have held held up i stick them right in the sun to see if they fade none of them have faded but you know why because they got a uv coating on them so the rain protect the, the vinyl protects from the rain the uv coating protects from the sun you just can't go wrong. And you know how much these stickers are? You know what the deal is we got going on with Bride stickers? It's $79 for a thousand stickers. That's seven cents per sticker. That's insane. That is an insane deal. You can't find a better deal. And the thing is, you're only going to get that deal down below in the description. Now, Sharpie has recently started offering that deal elsewhere, but for $89. You can only find the $79 deal here on the from us channel that's ridestickers.com backslash from us down in the link is in the description check it out And we are back. So I've watched a little bit of the footage, but I stopped myself because I wanted to really savor it here live. This is from Barry M. We'll put a link to his YouTube channel. Subscribe to Barry M. He's got some other great stuff on there. He's got the mad. He, Barry Masterson would actually be a really cool guy to have on the show because I bet he could tell us a couple of things that, that we would find interesting. So without further ado, here we go. Let's listen to uh, let's listen to what Barry M has for us here. I'll make myself a little little smaller. There we go. Wee! There we go. Very tiny. All right. Let's listen in. I love that title. So great. So freaking cool. Look at that. That's got to be that's that look I don't think that's 16. It looks like 8 millimeter. 
<coughs> Look at the editing job he does on this to make it feel like cohesive. Oh, it's beautiful, man. I mean, I don't know how. It's pretty. It's pretty synced up. Sounds great. See how everything's in such short clips? He uses that crap a hundred times. That's right there. The best part of the dancers, look at the people. Now, one thing that is really amazing to watch about this footage, the dancers you'll notice this is not like when you think about the bad brains, when the bad brains would come back three years later, you know, there's a, there's a very famous, it's not a bootleg. It's just like a concert. It's like uh it's like, yeah, Matt, John is saying pogo party. That's right. Because they're pogoing. They're not, these are not, this is not moshing. This is not hard. Hardcore punk does not exist yet. It's just starting. Hardcore punk is just blossoming. That's what's so incredible about it. Like this is, you know, people are still doing like the pogo thing. So you're seeing this, like this slice of nightlife and their dancing is hypnotizing. It's absolutely mesmerizing to watch the dancing. It's, it's beautiful. It's be, you know, it's not like your typical, like meat headed, you know, you know, heart, New York, hardcore thrash, like, you know, mosh pit that, that would come in, in a little bit. It's like it's people dancing in a completely different way, and it's beautiful, man. It's they're literally it's like they're squirming. They're squirming with delight, and I I can't get enough of watching it. Let's let's take note of that as we go on. Oh, it's so great! Look at that. That's us because it's eight millimeter. Probably 19 frames per second. Look at that. Everything moves amazing at 19 frames per second. Oh. I really love it. Look at that dancing. Like they're like they're being electrocuted. <laughs> I mean, I don't think this is pro shot. I don't think there's two there's not two eight millimeter cameras. Thank you. This song is called Y'all My Brain. Look at the dancing. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Look at this guy. Beautiful, man. There's something electric about 
had her so young now. Spectacular. The editing on this post curve, man. You don't know when that's happening. Oh! Yeah, it's not, it's not, I mean, it's, it's not real straight. It's our last number. It's called At the Atlantis. You know, I mean, this is like a real, this is a documentary, man. Beautiful. Beautiful. I wish this was like an hour long. It's amazing when people like this pop up. Kinetic, man. Okay, that looks like it's actually kind of turned up. Wow. What a band. Look how much fun they're having. They're, they're just they're so enjoying it. You know what's funny? Beautiful. Well done. Mary Masterson. Well done. So this was ed- so this looks like this was not done recently. This was a a digital a digital scanning of something that he had cut together way back then. 27 years later, I went to see the bad brains at CBGB's. And I got I I I uh I got trampled on. I got the wind knocked out of me. Someone punched me right in the stomach. Uh it was it was gnarly. It was really, really gnarly. I think I would have much preferred that version of the bad breaks than what I had seen. You know, here I'll put this back up. This is cool. Look at this. Check out this title. Defends the title. 
that Barry, Barry created here. Imagine if we had this of the Misfits in 1979. I mean, if Barry had just gone through a Misfits show instead. Encore, oh, that's so cool. That's so rad, man. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Everybody, everybody should go. Everybody should go and watch uh, this uh, at the here. Let me find the. I'm gonna put the actual video in the link in the in the chat for everybody to go and watch without me talking over it. There you go. Check that out. Let's go through the comments and then we'll 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 peel out of here. Um. Dagger Love says they were made fun of because I called them the bad brains. Yeah, apparently that's a big no-no. I call them the bad brains too. They are bad. It is just bad brains. That that is a a, a a a distinction that people are sticklers about, which is kind of annoying. Alan says I'd like I'd I'd to I'd to some bad things to be able to go back in time and be there. Yeah, man. Uh, Matt says on the HR tapes uh, from SST, uh, crowd voice yells Pogo Party. Okay, Alan. Okay, Alan says what he just said before, but more correctly. Yeah, it, it's true, man. Um, uh, the the punk rock grammar Nazis are just the worst. They are the worst. Did they dress preppy to sh to shows back then? I don't know. I mean, they just kind of wore when the, in the other one too. In the other clip from '79, they're kind of wearing like, or at least HR is wearing a jacket. He's wearing like a suit, a suit jacket. That was yeah. You're a migraine is one of their earlier songs. Dagger says I've heard punk rock legends call them the bad brains. Depends on the context. I think I think you could say the bad brains. Like who cares? It's it's really not it's not a big deal. It's just not a big deal. Jody Ramone says never got into their music much, but respected them and liked the energy. Jody, just check out the first record. Check out Eye Against Eye too, and just be be enthralled. And check out HR's um, record Charge. That's the one I was talking about, where Sublime was the backing band. Shame in the game. Why would you do a crazy thing like that? Shaman the game. Yeah, it's great. It's really, really great. So, you know, bad brains, man. The bad brains or bad brains, whichever. Um, but wasn't that wasn't that footage just divine? I mean, that was divine to watch. Just seeing like the 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 way that the the way that the people squirm in delight. That's the only way to describe it. Look at them, look at them shaking. And just having such a great time, nobody's knocking into them, and you know, I mean, because that, that's what happened. Three years later, they go back, and HR is like a ferocious Wolverine, turbocharged. You know, he's turbocharged. Todd Youth said, "Todd Youth said it was his favorite band ever." Uh, he's not alone, man. You talk to any of those New York hardcore guys, they all revered the Bad Brains. They were in such awe of the bad brains that, that you will never find any of them say, no one would say a bad, look, there's only like five, there's like 15 people there, man. Friggin Earl Hudson's friggin stacked. Look at his arms, dude, just jacked. You know, three years later, it's all like meatheads 
it's all like you know big meatheads but here it's like a new wave punky crowd full of girls i don't know i don't know matt john says i just found a youtube channel called little little bill who has a deep dive into black punks death pure hell bad brains uh etc cool channel um i i saw P pure hell live yeah they were i mean they really are like you know it's funny how death i don't know i listen i don't got any problem with death but i feel like death has retroactively it's like history is sort of overwritten death on top of the bad brains and pure hell like like they are somehow the pioneers you know, the thing about death was nobody knew about death. You know what I'm saying? What's so what makes them an interesting footnote is that they were doing a very punk sound super early, but they were in a vacuum. They were in a vacuum. Those songs were unreleased. Pure hell and especially the bad brains, man. The bad brains who came along five years later. Those were the guys. Those are the guys who, 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 you know, that music went out and basically formed the blueprint of hardcore punk rock that would come, you know? So it just kind of bothers me. Like, it doesn't bother me. Like, I'm glad they got their due. I, I once, I went, I went, I went a little too hard on them one time when we were in a live stream. I was just kind of, it just annoyed me, is what it was. It just annoyed me. Like, it just feel like it's very revisionist. And I just feel like, I feel like, I feel like you got to just respect the bad brains at all costs before you respect anybody else. I don't know. I don't know if that sounds stupid. Um, same thing with Fishbone, man. Fishbone does never, just does, does not get a, a fraction of the respect they deserve. Fishbone is a band. I go to see Fishbone every chance I get. And you know, it's funny. There's only one person who's truly worthy to sing in place of HR for bad brains or the bad brains. And that is Angelo Moore of Fishbone. He's the only other guy. He's the only human being out there who could truly front the bad brains and do it any kind of justice that HR did when he wasn't like, you know, the old HR, not the, not the HR of the last almost 30 years now. So, I mean, that's it. That's where, I guess that's where we conclude things on today's punk rock update. It's not so much an update as it is just talking about punk rock. Thank you for joining me. Um, we'll be back very soon with more. In the meantime, peace, hair grease. And you know what? Maybe we should start just saying cough cool because Rue always says it. And I kind of like that. So, I don't know. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> I could hit myself for not seeing bad brains in DC in the eighties. Yeah. I mean, Angus, that's crazy. Yeah. Peace and hair grease, peace and hair grease. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. All right. I'm going, I'm going. Um, goodbye.